These microscopic forests hung strange fruits, glittering with green and silver and gold. It was no scientific thirst that at this time filled my mind. It was the pure enjoyment of a poet to whom a world of wonders has been disclosed. I talked of my solitary pleasures to none. Alone with my microscope, I dimmed my sight day after day and night after night pouring over the marvels which it unfolded to me. I was like one who, having discovered the ancient Eden still existing in all its primitive glory, should resolve to enjoy it in solitude and never betray to mortal the secret of its locality. The rod of my life was bent at this moment. I destined myself to be a microscopist. Of course, like every novice, I fancied myself a discoverer. I was ignorant at the time of the thousands of acute intellects engaged in the same pursuit as myself, and with the advantage of instruments a thousand times more powerful than mine. The names of Leeuwenhoek, Williamson, Spencer, Ehrenberg, Schultz, Dujardin, Schacht and Schleiden were then entirely unknown to me, or if known, I was ignorant of their patient and wonderful researches. In every fresh specimen of cryptogamia which I placed beneath my instrument, I believed that I discovered wonders of which the world was as yet ignorant. I remember well the thrill of delight and admiration that shot through me the first time that I discovered the common wheel animalcule, Rotifera vulgaris, expanding and contracting its flexible spokes and seemingly rotating through the water. Alas, as I grew older, and obtained some works treating on my favourite study, I found that I was only on the threshold of a science to the investigation of which some of the greatest men of the age were devoting their lives and intellects. As I grew up, my parents, who saw but little likelihood of anything practical resulting from the examination of bits of moss and drops of water through a brass tube and a piece of glass, were anxious that I should choose a profession. It was their desire that I should enter the counting-house of my uncle, Ethan Blake, a prosperous merchant who carried on business in New York. This suggestion I decisively combated. I had no taste for trade. I should only make a failure. In short, I refused to become a merchant. But it was necessary for me to select some pursuit. My parents were staid New England people who insisted on the necessity of labour. And therefore, although thanks to the bequest of my poor Aunt Agatha, I should, on coming of age, inherit a small fortune sufficient to place me above want, it was decided that instead of waiting for this, I should act the nobler part and employ the intervening years in rendering myself independent. After much cognition, I complied with the wishes of my family and selected a profession. I determined to study medicine at the New York Academy. This disposition of my future suited me. A removal from my relatives would enable me to dispose of my time as I pleased, without fear of detection. As long as I paid my academy fees, I might shirk attending the lectures if I chose, and as I never had the remotest intention of standing an examination, there was no danger of my being plucked. Besides, a metropolis was the place for me. There, I could obtain excellent instruments the newest publications, intimacy with men of pursuits kindred with my own, 
in short, all things necessary to ensure a profitable devotion of my life to my beloved science. I had an abundance of money, few desires that were not bounded by my illuminating mirror on one side and my object glass on the other. What, therefore, was to prevent my becoming an illustrious investigator of the veiled worlds? It was with the most buoyant hope that I left my New England home and established myself in New York. Part 2 My first step, of course, was to find suitable apartments. These I obtained after a couple of days' search in Fourth Avenue, a very pretty second floor, unfurnished, containing a sitting room, bedroom, and a smaller apartment, which I intended to fit up as a laboratory. I furnished my lodgings simply but rather elegantly.